Welcome to We Have That Podcast at Home. I'm On Brand Rachel. And I'm On Brand Gamage. And this is our off-brand podcast. The only podcast to brave the unknown and lick the Cheeto dust off of our cat's paws. Each week we play Russian roulette with our success and spin a wheel to find out the genre of the next week's podcast. This week we're attempting the fine art of memes. Which is very apropos considering our logo is a meme. Actually... I have learned from uh, studying memes for the past week that technically, no, uh, technically our logo is a meme. Never mind. I take it back. It has to be like copied and mimicked multiple times. Um, but we we did that part. So yeah, yeah. Um, a meme is, meme is essentially a concept that uh, spreads th- like through culture. Um, yep. And I mean, like the internet has kind of skewed what a meme is. Like now, like in the dictionary, it it does say like a meme is a picture with words on it on the internet that gets spread, which is correct. But the original thing was a concept or idea that spreads uh, through people talking. I mean, it's still um, the there's like the two main definitions are an image video piece of text, typically humorous in nature that is copied and spread rapidly by internet users with slight variation. Uh, or an element of culture or system of behavior passed individual to individual by imitation through particularly non-genetic meme means, okay. not memes. Yeah, which means you can't spread memes through sex, is what that means. No, memes are not STDs. Some STDs are memes, though, but not all memes are STDs. Yeah. Um. All right, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um. Well... Because I don't know what you researched, and you don't know what I researched. Yeah, I know. I kind of like we're starting with zero information. Um, so yeah, that's I think I'll fun. start because I looked up a bunch of history of memes. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Okay, so obviously I just gave the definition of a meme. It's basically the image, video, text that is copied and spread throughout the internet. You know, it's funny because I I wasn't going to include like the, well, what I mean was specifically, I included that too. So it's unfair that you did that and I've got to delete half my notes. Go on. Suck it. (laughs) Uh, So the root word of meme is, I'm going to butcher this because I'm not good at reading phonetic spellings of things, is mamima, I think, which is a Greek word that uh, means that which is imitated. And then from the English word gene, as in like your genetics. Um, And apparently, you think that's where mimes get their name from? Like, you know, I was wondering that too, because they're imitating things, so it kind of makes sense. Mimes are just people memes. People memes. (laughs) The meme of the guy when his like head's exploding, or ooh ooh, even better, actually, the meme of the guy that's like aliens would work perfectly here. But yeah, meme was created by this dude, Richard Dawkins, in 1976. He's an evolutionary (laughs) biologist. And uh, he he was using it to discuss the concept of evolutionary principles and the spread of ideas and cultural phenomenon through human beings. Um, He was not the first person to discuss this idea or coin the concept, but his version of the word that coined the concept took off more than everybody else's is that the secret to our evolution like why we evolved the way we did is because memes exist in our culture you know honestly kind of yes actually so so you know about the great filter right no 
the great filter is this belief that um it's why species i'm gonna butcher this because i'm not i'm not a scientist uh but the great filter is like what allows a species to like grow into uh a a, a big society and go and become spacefaring um that that was ultimately where it came from was like this this video about uh why we haven't reached like space travel and why aliens haven't visited us blah 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 but it's saying that the great filter is basically what the pinnacle of what a species is going to grow into before it fucking dies and like their belief is that we've either already passed the great filter and we're a miracle or that we have yet to pass the great filter and we're doomed as a species but like uh one of the, the talking points is like if we have passed the great filter what was it that allowed us to pass the great filter and from what you're saying is that memes are what allowed us to pass the great filter your silence is a yes what were you saying go on memes give us the ability to pass is that like the concept that memes gave us the ability to outlive like an extinction event because if the great filter is whenever that species dies off wouldn't that be a type of extinction event yes memes are what did it for us that would be hilarious but i mean also that like uh a lot most people believe like we haven't hit the great filter yet and uh the great filter is going to be nuclear holocaust that's how we're going baby yeah decent guess like i'm waiting any day now i'm just gonna like i'm waiting every every little thing that wakes me up in the middle of the night i'm like here it is here it is burning white hot there goes my skin oh it's just the cat all right (laughs) the cat playing with a plastic bag yeah yeah like like just like of the bag like is like oh oh, that's the spreading of the fire well to be fair though even if nuclear the nuclear apocalypse happens what will probably kill off most everything maybe not most everything but at least us is the nuclear winter that follows because like not everybody's going to be in the blast radius that sounds kind of worse though like oh god um, yeah i mean like especially like like uh you might not be safe but i might be safe like where i live like mm-hmm. a, a lot of nukes wouldn't exactly hit like downtown you're not a, a point of interest but like i almost feel like trying to survive the nuclear winter in radiation is almost worse than just dying in the initial blast. Yeah, well, you either get vaporized or you're stuck going, my options here are to starve to death or decide to live the apocalypse. Starve with aggressive cancer. Yeah. Like, is that better? I don't know. I don't... Probably not. Well, you'd die sooner, so I guess there's that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like to to go immediately or to suffer a long time, potentially. Yeah, both. Yeah, no. I think I would take getting vaporized. There's a lot of I think post-apocalyptic scenarios that I think I would attempt to life it through. I don't think slowly dying of radiation poisoning while I attempt to live through mutant creatures is high up on the list of ones that I want to deal with. Our society is filled with like a pessimistic doom thought and i think we use memes to kind of distract that so what were you saying about memes (laughs) um so the uh, richard dawkins coined the term in 1976 and then um but there was a recent article that the first meme like in 
that we can track back currently in recorded history is from 1921. And it's a satirical magazine called The Judge. Uh, took a like a meme format from another magazine that was around at the time. And it follows the sort of like expectation versus reality um, meme setup. Or like the the you versus the guy she tells you about. And the one from the original magazine is um, this guy talking to his friend, describing a woman. And the caption is how he describes her. And then the other, the next frame is her not meeting the description at all and him being distraught about it. And it's uh, like how she really is, is the caption. And then this other magazine, um, because they like replicated the concept and they put how you think you look in a flashlight. And I, I think maybe it means like the flash of a camera. I'm not totally sure. Um, versus how you actually look. And it's this like awkward doodle drawing of a dude from a shitty angle and just like does not look good at all. See that now that's really interesting because uh it raises the question, did that meme like passively carry on to the point where now we know it as the expectations versus reality meme? Or is it something that like fell off culturally, but because humans think the way they do that? that whole imposter syndrome effect eventually just resurfaced with us. And that's how it became a, a current meme. Honestly, I think that's something that probably like sits in people's brains just because of the way we are as humans. We're like pretty visual. So I feel like us focusing on visual things makes sense. And then it's just being able to parallel that back. Cause that's like, um, like humans, I feel like, the base nature were kind of the same because like if you look at um like victorian love letters or uh like love letters in the time of shakespeare they're not all actually love letters some of them are like people writing pretty much like sexting each other but via letters (laughs) and them doodling their own dicks or having somebody else draw their dick so that they can send a dick pic to their their betrothed dear duchess merriweather hot yeah, pretty much. Only there, some of them are effing nasty. If you look up Victorian love letters, they're f- hilarious. That's not something I want to put in my Google. <laughs> um, but like, it's it it is like humans pretty much exist. At least our culture, not really humans, our culture exists on like a self esteem spectrum. Uh, people are either way too cocky or just full of self esteem issues. Uh, mm-hmm. where, you know, we do, like, look at ourselves in a negative connotation. Uh, I did make sure to say our culture, not humans, because there are humans that don't, like, you know, tribes off in uh, yeah, that's unexplored true. areas. Like, I know that there was the uh, schizophrenia is observed. Like, in our culture, it's observed as, like, voices that tell you negative thoughts and, like, dangerous thoughts. But I guess like there are tribes out there where like schizophrenia does exist, but it's seen as like a positive thing. Like they hear positive thoughts and uh, voices that tell them to do good among their people. And and it is weird. And I wonder if like there is like a a cultural self-esteem difference between the two. Yeah, that would be an interesting concept to understand, because I guess more accurately, I would say that the way we think in what is considered like Western culture, it doesn't seem to have changed a crazy amount in the past, you know, couple hundred years. It really hasn't for better or for worse, honestly. 
I'm sorry. I just looked up the uh, the just the dirty Victorian love letters. Give me give me a couple. <laughs> okay, this is from uh, December eighth, nineteen oh nine. My sweet little whorish Nora, I did as you <laughs> told me. You dirty you dirty little girl, and pulled myself off twice when I read your letter. <laughs> I am delighted to see that you do like being fucked arseways. Yes, now I can remember the night when I fucked you for so long backwards. It was the dirtiest fucking I ever gave you, darling. My prick was stuck up in you for hours, fucking in and out under your upturned rump. I felt your fat, sweaty buttocks under my belly and saw your flushed face and mad eyes. At every fuck I gave you, your shameless tongue come bursting through your lips. And if I gave you a bigger, stronger fuck than usual, fat, dirty farts came sputtering from your backside. Like Victorian <laughs> ahigao is what it sounds like. You had an arse full of farts that night, darling, and I fucked them out of you. Big, fat fellows. <laughs> Windy ones. <laughs> quick, little merry cracks. And a lot of tiny little naughty farties. Ending in a long gush from your hole. <laughs> Dude, that guy is into cake farting. One thousand percent. Uh yeah, the next line is it is wonderful to fuck a farting woman when every fuck drives one out of her. Yo, we get it, we get it. Stop. I think I, think I would know Nora's fart anywhere. I could pick hers out in a room full of farting women. I could pick it out of a crowd, I could. It is a rather girlish noise, not like the wet, windy fart, which I imagine fat wives have. (laughs) It's sudden and dry and dirty, like what a bold girl would let off in fun in a school (laughs) dormitory at night. I hope Nora will let off no end of her farts in my face so that I may know their smell. Cabbage. Yeah, Those this are dude hilarious. loves cake farting. That's just paragraph one of this love letter, by the way. Oh, holy what, what was her response? Um, I don't think I have it. Dear Gerald Remington, I farted in this envelope just for you. <laughs> but the ending is good night, my little farting Nora, my dirty little fuckbird. <laughs> dude, this guy really loves... My tooting tiara. Ah. <laughs> uh... Good lord. All right. Well, memes? <laughs> yeah, what were, what is this about memes? Not like Victorian sexting. <laughs> hey, does it count as a meme? I don't if think so. Multiple people sent if they're still talking about farting. What's the uh, edge of memes? Like, you meme, know, dude, because memes I don't... are just like a, 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 a cultural concept. So, like, yeah, there... is, is the art of sexting a meme? Uh, that's a great question because I don't feel like the boundaries of the definition really give it enough structure. Like you could make a case and be like, yeah, close enough. <laughs> like enough. they're, they're not completely analogous to each other, but they're pretty fucking close. <laughs> yeah. So memes, first one possible, well, first recorded one that we have is from 1919 to 1921. And then the term internet meme came in 1993, and uh, I think we're all pretty familiar with the 
2000s memes that were pretty basic and we've kind of evolved like the hamster dance uh yeah like the hamster dance or like dancing baby from ally mcbeal i was there yeah and the like structure of you have like top text and image and then some text on the bottom and it's just the same picture over and over again with different text i mean that's like still a, a meme structure that's pretty popular but we've also evolved to mom can we play my podcast I'm glad you brought that up because memes and farts. Uh, yes, memes and farts is what I wanted to speak about. No, um, I decided to uh, look into the meme that our show is named after. The We okay. Have Food at Home meme. So what did you learn this week? I learned a lot. As far as the internet is concerned, the earliest iteration uh, was a tweet in 2009 saying, back in the day, flashback, saying I want McDonald's. And my mom used to say, we got food at home. Later, the concept was revisited with, yeah, mom, there's totally a lot of food at home and showed a mostly empty refrigerator. Uh, Eventually, we then got the, can we stop and get food? We have food at home and the food at home is, uh, the picture is a banana in tomato sauce with Cheerios sprinkled on top, (laughs) which, you know, it's a meme. So it grew and grew and everyone tried to make their own food at home more and more creative, like uh, hard boiled eggs between bread cereal prepared in a green pepper bowl, ice cube sandwiches. Everybody's trying to do bizarre things. Uh, And it evolved beyond food with various things like, mom, can we get Legos? No, we have Legos at home. And then it shows Mega Blocks. You know Mega Blocks? Yeah. I I forget if you grew up poor or privileged. I never asked, but I don't know. Uh, Mega Blocks. Mega Blocks are the fucking worst. Yeah, they're not great. That they're like the uncanny valley of Legos, like they're shaped like Legos, but they're not compatible with Legos at all. Uh, they don't fit with Legos. They don't even fit with other Mega Blocks. I, I know we said you know we weren't going to try to alienate our audience, but I don't want Mega Blocks in our corner anyway. <laughs> I do. The only part about Mega Blocks that is cool is they're basically giant Legos, but the problem is they're shitty giant Legos. Are you thinking of the the du- Duplo Duplo? Because there, there were small Mega Blocks too. I remember when I was a kid. Really, I've only ever experienced giant Mega Blocks, because that's the whole point of calling them Mega. You'd why think. The, why would you have normal sized Mega Blocks? That that's what I'm saying. And the like normal sized little ones didn't fit with Legos. Um, because I remember when no, I was a kid, I liked Legos a lot. Um, and a friend of my mom came to visit, and he got me this like big Mega Block Viking ship, and. You know, I was excited. Uh, I didn't even know what Mega Blocks were, but like I could never fit that thing fully together because the pieces would not fucking fit. They suck. They suck. They suck. And to this day, I, I just hate them. But I remember trying to like trying to fit with my Legos and it's like, no, it's not working. Not happening. Tangent over. <laughs> <laughs> and done. So for me, uh, the earliest memory I have of this meme, the we have food at home was actually when I was little, I uh, my parents were arguably not good parents by allowing me to watch Eddie Murphy's Raw. Have you seen it? Um, I don't think so. Uh, Eddie Murphy used to do stand-up. You know Eddie Murphy, yeah. Nutty Professor and all that. He used to do stand-up. It was dirty, dirty stuff. He, he did stand-up before a couple of family movies and then disappeared. Great stuff, legendary stuff. Mm-hmm. God, he was so good in the 80s. Have you seen uh, The Golden Child? You haven't. Nobody has. It's one of my favorite movies. I still have no. it on DVD. Yeah, I've definitely not seen it. So his stand-up, he did a bit about wanting McDonald's, and his mom countered with, I can make you a burger better than McDonald's. And he's like, oh. and 
the, re- <gasps> the result is quote a uh, big welfare green pepper burger, which to me still sounds great. I'd crush that. But like he takes it out to his friends who all have McDonald's and they're like, "Ew, where'd you get that?" And it's definitely the earliest concept of we have McDonald's at home, and then the McDonald's at home is a lesser version. So fast forward like twenty years to this meme. I, I still think that the meme is branched off from his bitten raw when in reality it's just like a collective experience. Like everybody just had this kind of experience. Cause stand-up comedian uh, stand-up comedy always comes back to like they're relaying their experiences and you're like, oh, I relate. Funny. Um mm-hmm. which is at its core what makes a meme, you know, the behavior that spreads the yeah. culture. Yeah, the idea that you're like, I identify with this concept. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which brings us to this podcast, which is which is that empty refrigerator version of the podcast you enjoy. We are that Absolutely. big welfare green pepper burger. We are a banana in tomato sauce with Cheerios. No, I'd still eat that. <laughs> what? Well, well it... you would... You would eat a banana dipped in tomato sauce with well, Cheerios. Well, if you think about it, like you got tomato sauce and banana and and Cheerios are just like wheat. That's almost a pizza. And it honestly sounds like somebody tried to put a banana in SpaghettiOs. I mean, it was clearly it was clearly like I'm doing this for the meme. Like, haha, look at this. Haha, yeah. isn't it terrible? Uh, nobody nobody well, yeah. actually did that. But like, I know that like... Yes, you're saying you would actually eat I'm it. I'm saying I'd try it. Because I know that like, there's the big pineapple on pizza debate. Uh, and then like, the bit, the debate almost came to a like, a, oh, never mind. It's Sweden that we need to get mad at because they put bananas on pizza. I, I'd try it once, you know. Well, yeah. Most everything once, but still you... I, I don't think I'd like it, but you know... Um, I actually didn't know people hated pineapple on pizza until I was an adult. Because maybe maybe it's Same, maybe it's living in California, but there's like pineapple on pizzas like everywhere. It's a thing. Yeah, it's just a normal thing. I've never, I yeah, I was never exposed to the mass debate that is pineapple on pizza until it becoming an adult slash not living in California. Yeah, I I wonder if it's like. It's it's super not a thing like, you know, in uh, New York or uh, like how Chicago pizza styles are, where it's like a very deep casserole dish. I wouldn't imagine pineapples would go very well on that. But I think that's the culture that came out. And they're like, you put what on your pizza? You know what, though? I have something to say. I tried Chicago deep dish. It's okay. I'm not a fan Sorry, either. Chicago. I'm not a fan either. Like, I, I was definitely it's trying just it. Just and like I'm just like... Like, I'd rather be eating lasagna. Like, just give me lasagna. Yeah. It, well, and it takes like an hour to make. So you get there and you order your food, which I think there's supposed to be like a whole. It sounds like there's like a whole ritual that people go through where they'll normally like call ahead. But when you don't know that, you just show up there and they're like, yeah, okay, it'll be out in like an hour and 15. And you're like, what? Yeah. It's, I went with a bunch of people from work and I was like, now I have to sit with you it's guys like for an hour. It's like a fresh lasagna. That's what we're making back there. Um, and I and I yeah. do feel like Chicago pizza is like a lazy lasagna where they're like, oh, I want to make lasagna. Fuck the noodles, though. I don't feel like that. And there we go. And ta-da! Um, I do like New York style pizza, though. Like, like we do have that local place that does New York style. And I know people are it's not real New York, but like, it is like the super big fuck off big slices yeah, where you're just like i'll have one slice of pizza expensive slice of pizza please um and it's it's okay well i have a question so i always thought like 
deep dish pizza, like Chicago style deep dish, was when you just have like a super puffy crust with your cheese and sauce and stuff on top. So what the hell is that? Is that just a different deep dish? Well, deep dish is like deep dish. It's it's a crust. It's it's basically a pie. Like you know when they say like give me a pie, like that's what they're referring to is the is a tomato cheese pie. Like oh, okay, so like big puffy crust but... that I isn't that just New York? Like at, at least no, the, the outer crust. It's, it's different. So okay, so I'm also I'm referring back to a memory of like a Domino's deep dish. Well, Domino's so is not at all Chicago like pizza. fancy pizza. No, I know that. But their deep dish is just like it's a big fluffy ass crust. Like it, it was clearly made in like a a deep pan pizza is I think what it's called. And it's just a big ass fluffy crust with all the shit on top. So it's just like eating delicious bread with stuff on top, but a thicker quantity of delicious bread. Whereas Chicago deep dish is like layering of multiple ingredients. I feel like the thick crust pizza, like I feel like that's actually what the legit Italian pizza is supposed to be. Cause like, they're always like, you know, kind of medium size, but there's like thick crust and then like, sauce with like a couple pieces of mozzarella on it and then basil leaves whatever like that's how i picture like actual italian pizza is so i think the thick crust might be that i know that new york is just like ridiculously big slices of a enormous Mm -hmm. pizza one time i i actually ordered a full pizza from that new york place i'm I'm saying i'm not using names at all and i i ordered like a medium size but it was like the end of the night and they delivered an extra large oh my god you know this place i'm talking about the pizza yeah, box that's absurd. The pizza box like was wider on all sides than my oven. I didn't I can't put it anywhere. And then it's like I, did you have to tip it over to get it through your door? Uh almost. <laughs> guy's like, here you go. And I'm like, this is beyond the size I ordered. And he's like, Bleh. Did this come with a crane to install or like a forklift no, to install expect- this through a window in my house? No, they expected me to be the crane. It's one of those like accessories not included. Good luck, <laughs> bucko. Should have done your research. Accessories not included. The worst in part is like it's it's that size of pizza. So of course I'm like one slice. I'm done. Uh, what am I going to do with the rest of this? So you have to like put it in Ziploc bags, and of course they're so big that's like two slices per Ziploc bag. So I've already gone through like six. And then my my fridge is just full of like a bunch of Ziploc bags full of giant ass pizza. Uh, what other pizza types are there? Like there's the Chicago, there's the the New York. Like, there's uh like a thin crust. Oh, that's the uh that's California, isn't it? California style is like the thin crust. Yeah, I think there's a couple different sort of thin crust because thin crust. I feel like I don't know if it's actually like a Mediterranean thing or if we just put Mediterranean ingredients on it. I feel like. But the I thin f- crust like uh, uh, benefits better from having like Mediterranean ingredients. It's like kind of like the Chicago style. You wouldn't put like Mediterranean ingredients on it or pineapple on a deep yeah, dish. It like that wouldn't fit that it. wouldn't really work. Different flavor profile. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I really I I think pineapple on pizza is a fine thing. Put whatever you want on pizza. I could not give a fuck. Um, but I I honestly really like pineapple with something like salty or spicy like if you get like pepper and, yeah, and pepperoni I, like it's a good contrast i like pineapple on pizza but i have always hated uh hawaiian pizza when it comes with the quote-unquote Canadian i don't ham. i don't like that the it sucks. i don't like it either pepperoni is a way better option yeah way better choice 
the, every person that I've ever shown that to, that's like, eh, Hawaiian pizza's okay. I'm like, switch it for pepperonis, and it blows their mind. Yeah, like, like um, uh, my go-to used to be like pepperoni, bacon, and pineapple, and like, it's just like this interesting flavor profile. But I feel like most of the time when people are complaining about pineapple on pizza, it's because uh, like they see like the the Hawaiian pizza from like Papa Murphy's, and you're like, that looks bland as shit. And it does. Like the Canadian bacon is like these weird pink discs. I feel I feel like like you know Canadian bacon uh, ham like looks best like if it's prepared right and it has like this nice char to it. But when it comes on pizza, it's always like weird meat. No, it it straight up looks like somebody cookie cuttered uh, like a piece of ham and then just threw it on your pizza. <laughs> Like, it's just like this weird, sad deli yeah, meat like, that accidentally fell on top of your pizza. It's like untextured spam. Yeah, but it's it's just it's just not good. Like, but I feel like, you know, pineapple does best, like spicy, like because it, it adds that contrast. It's like when you go out and order hot wings, you're getting that little piece of celery in there, too. That's that's for for like palate cleansing. Like you're, you want to get that contrast of like spicy, fresh, spicy, fresh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else they, they do with that. Um, what else did you learn about memes? Oh, that's it. Just that's, to circle back. That's, that's all the research I did. I'm like, I did it okay. two days ago and I'm like, good enough. So there's like a memeing Wikipedia and starting in the very, very end of 2019, um, there's like the most popular meme, like, like a subreddit that's most popular memes. And then whatever gets the most points that day is recorded as the like trending meme for that period of time yeah wasn't that a thing like last year where they were actually recording the top meme of the month like they showed january was this february was this well this website has a top meme of a particular day on a particular year starting at the end of 2019 well this is what i'm talking about so on my birthday in 2019 the most popular meme was like that little cartoon that's has a judge and then a dude in handcuffs and it says you're charged with and then he reads a scroll and said bruh that's amazing <laughs> it's like you're charged with out pizza-ing the hut and then the judge goes bruh that's amazing i've never seen that one speaking of pizzas what was mine uh may 9th may 9th give me a sec so you won't have one for 2019 because doesn't exist because because it was a leap year the and year. there wasn't a may 9th in 2019 yeah sure Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, the top meme is that meme of the big buff computer playing chess with this little tiny person in overalls. I have no so, earthly idea what that is. I <laughs> thought I was pretty plugged into the internet. I'm like, that doesn't ring any bells. Well, all right. <laughs> I bet you if you saw it, it would uh, it would make sense. But it's like a little tiny happy person. And then this big buff computer just gently patting them on the head. And so it, the fir- the one that got the most points on your birthday in 2020 is my wife showing me a cute animal video she saved from Pinterest. Me who saw it two weeks ago on Reddit, but still enjoys it. And it's the buff computer I, patting the little person I, on the I, head. I do relate to those because like, uh, oh, I, I think I kind of know what you're talking about now. I think that was from like a webcomic. Uh, but I've, I've seen a couple of those yeah. memes where it's just like, uh, uh, it is like this, this Chad-esque, which I hate that yeah like, yeah it is exactly. like the, like it, oh wow that's really good but it's like i've seen it weeks ago uh because i am that person except i don't go oh wow it's really good i go i've seen that before what are you doing with your time i know i know you <laughs> sent me memes and you're like haha look at this and i'm like that shit's old we're on there's only now. been 
like one thing that I think I've ever shown you that you had never seen before. And I'm pretty sure it was, um, wasn't it? It, it the, happens, you know, more often. But... No, there's the, most of the time you have seen shit that I have I've shown been, you. I've and I'm pretty sure on the internet. I really the, need a hobby. I'm pretty sure the Willy Bum Bum song. It, it, was, it was that. Yes. And I yeah. actually, I not kidding. I was stunned. Two <laughs> days ago because we're dealing with bees in our walls and shit. But I, like, I had the, the cross old wasp in my head. Cause the guy's like, well, you don't want to anger the wasps. <laughs> and I had cross old wasp and that song got stuck in my head all fucking day. And there Good. it is again. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm glad I could bring it full circle for you multiple days in a row. Our house might start to stink because of the dead wasps, too. I can't wait to experience that. Depending on where they're at, we don't actually know. I can't believe they were trying to vacuum wasps out of your wall yesterday. I mean, like, I'm thinking about it like that sounds ridiculous. But then I'm like, well, how else would you do it, though? How the fuck else? Yeah. No, it sounds absolutely fucking absurd, but like, what's your other option? Cut a hole in the wall and hope they That's fly stupid. out? Well, like, what do you want me to do? That sounds dangerous. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I have no other point of reference. I know I've dealt with like, uh, I've it. dealt with like the, the tiny wasp nests that have like a couple cells. Like, I know that we opened up the car door and found a wasp nest in the corner and we're like, what? Why would you build there? Uh, and we had... Dude, yeah, I was at work the other day and they decided to build a, a nest under this like fold out tray on one of our food trucks. So and our food truck is like stupidly tall. So a customer comes up and you're like at eye level with the shelf that you should be picking up your food from. <laughs> and there's just a gigantic wasp nest underneath. So she tells us. What are you waiting for? Take and, your food. Do it now. Yeah, she's like, oh, make a lot of hand gestures obstacle. when you do it. <laughs> It's an obstacle between me and my meal. Um, and then so I was all squirrely about killing him because the la the v first and only time I have been stung by wasps was a couple of years ago. And I went to open one of the dumpsters at work and it like made this big pop sound and wasps flew out and stung me in the eye. Oh. So I'm not exactly oh. hyped to have to get rid of this nest. No. Yeah, no, it was horrifying. They, they stung me three times in the eye, Jesus so I, my Christ. eyes swelled shut. Yeah, it was horrible. It sucked. No, no thank you. Yeah, hard pass. Don't ever want to experience that again. Hence why I was like, I don't want to get rid of these wasps. I mean, I don't want them there, but I don't want to be the one that does that. Uh, I definitely, like, um, the, the, the nest was small enough to where, like, I just grabbed a towel and I basically punched it as hard as I could and crushed at the same time. Like, I've seen those videos oh of the guys who are just like, They'll get up on a ladder and then they'll just grab the nest and just crush it as fast as they can. And then they're like, yep, they're all dead. I'm like, wow. So I guess you could do that other all than right. vacuum them up. But I mean, you got to see it. Uh, but I, I definitely I'm afraid to get stung. Now, I've been stung before when I was a kid, but I also know that I don't know if uh, you can develop bee allergies in later in life. Like, I'm afraid to die now. Uh, it's crazy. Like every every muscle spasm, I'm like, is that a blood clot? Am I dying? Wait, 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 wait. I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, have you passed the point in time when the gypsy told you you would die? No. Uh, the Well, then aren't you still immune to life until then? They prefer the term fortune teller. Gypsy's a, uh, uh, oh, a, yeah, a negative right. connotation gypsy. now. Sorry. All right. Have you passed the point in time and when a fortune teller told you you were going to no, die? No, they said 39. So I've got I've got some years left.
All right, so you're immune for a couple more years. That's one. Th- you know, I used to say, I used to say that. I used like, to joke it, like, "Oh, the fortune teller told me 39, so I'm immortal till then." But then I thought like the, but what if you know I'm in a coma for like the last years of my life? Like I'm still alive. You're in a coma because you got stung by so many wasp stings that your body had to hibernate. Uh, that seems that to seems, defend itself. That seems possible. No, it was more like a, you know, what if I'm in a coma or just like what if I'm paralyzed and I. I I'm I'm alive until 39, but it's just years of agony of, of not being able to like do things, experience things. Um, so what you're saying is mortality hit you hard. It did, yeah. Uh, I you know I, I want to say like it was in my 30s where I'm just like one day I will die, like because you know when you're you're in your young 20s, you you do have this like I'm never gonna die kind of belief. I mean like you do, it's in the back of your head, but like you feel so healthy. Um, that like, you know, like you can drink a bunch the night before and then wake up with like, oh, my head hurts a little bit, I guess. But like, you're fine as far as you're concerned. Uh, you heal a lot faster. But I feel like there is a certain age where you're just like, the doom is coming and that sucks. And <laughs> I, the doom is coming. And I forgot to pick up a religion. So like, you know, that's kind of it when it goes. Like, I feel like, like, I love astronomy. Last time I was at the grocery store, I accidentally <laughs> skipped the aisle that had religion. There were, there, were, there were Bibles, and I'm like, I think we still got some in the pantry. And I was just like, I'm pretty sure I have a Bible I at home. And I'm like, shit, we did need it. Well, put it on the list, list for next time. And I just keep forgetting since then. Um, yeah, it happens. No, but like, you know, I love astronomy, and I, I love like... Uh, like watching a lot of like documentaries and things and like the, the expanse of our universe. And like, I feel like I've hit that point where um, I'm at that point where like, I, I believe that there's really nothing after death, but I'm also not smart enough or not like wise enough to like, see the beauty in that, you know? Cause like you do, like you'll see like, you know, scientists like Neil deGrasse Tyson and, and Bill Nye, where they're just like, is like your body is a part of like this, this great, uh cosmic universe cosmic universe and like you know when you die like your body goes to this and like you you don't really die like your energy goes on your your body decomposes and becomes other things mm-hmm. and all that and i'm just like i can't watch new spider-man movies as a tree that's dumb no i don't <laughs> i'd rather be a ghost just like wandering around like watching people's like tvs not terrifying well i think me. the point that you're missing here is once you you know evolve back into energy you could be part of the new spider-man movie in as a tree but like i don't i'm not consciously aware of it like i hate that like you don't know that I'm, maybe trees really like spider-man i think what i need to do is is take like lsd and like get a good ego death going on so that you know figure I out could, how to appreciate the yeah, world yeah 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 but right now i'm i'm so like narcissistic i'm like it's me like i know i'm not the main character but like i feel like i've got this this subconscious main character disease where i'm like everything's about me why are we doing the things i want to do like the time is money and where's my time going i want to experience things myself like i don't want to like appreciate that somebody saw the best spider-man movie ever because i'm not watching it (laughs) yeah because you want to be watching it yeah Yeah, no it does (laughs) Like, like I hate like limited time things where I'm like, I'm not experiencing it. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. FOMO, the fear of missing out, is like yeah. encoded into my bone marrow. <laughs> I feel like I have to be experiencing this, otherwise, fuck all of you. I, like, I have ADHD, so like 
uh, I am very susceptible to gambling addictions. And like, I feel it. Cause like every time there's like a fear of missing out thing, like, all. Oh, oh yeah. You're gambling that you're missing out on some shit. So you're like, I have to or be like there. loot boxes. Like, like I can't, I, I cannot play games that have loot boxes cause I will fall victim to the spell. I know it, especially when it's like, <laughs> like, I know that like Fortnite will have like, Oh, Fortnite. If you play this season, you get our Mary Jane costume. And I don't actually know it, but I'm like, like, I don't play Fortnite. But I want that Mary Jane costume. I need it. <laughs> I don't even play Fortnite, but I need that now. Yeah, like, so limited edition things fuck me up. And, like, I've only recently started to, like, shy away from it because I did uh, uh, Spider-Man's my favorite game, if that wasn't obvious. It's so fucking good. It hit all the boxes I needed. I bought the limited edition one for PS4 with the big mm -hmm. statue. Fucking love it. Um, yeah. The new one is coming out, and it has a new limited edition collector's edition statue that looks amazing with like venom fighting miles and peter and Are you gonna get it i was no i am not i oh my god i i i know i was like on the fence and i'm like my statue is really cool it sits in the other room i barely see it i have cats i have little cats glued to it i mean you know puttied to it i guess but i don't think i need it because I yeah. have a lot of like toys and statues in my other room, and I'm like, I don't, I didn't actually need to get any of those, and I've only recently come to the terms of that. That I'd rather just have experiences, which mm -hmm. includes video games. I'd rather have the ex like live through the experience, but like yeah. experiences of travel, of uh, like video games and movies. Those are experiences. I'm I'm counting them. Like even though the video games are kind of a possession. Um, eating out like those yeah, are but video games are a possession in the same way that a book is like you're yeah. experiencing a story it's just a different format because like i don't think like I, as much as minimalism is like you don't own stuff i don't really count books in that like i know they are a physical object but like yeah I don't know. They're just different to me because it's not I I, really it's not the same as like, oh, I have a bunch of statues. It's like I have all these this collection of stories and thoughts. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's it because it is an uh, an art medium. Like only recently mm -hmm. people gone like, yo, video games are art. dude. dude video games like, are yeah. straight up art. I've never understood why that's not like a widely accepted concept. Like people like people because love to hate those uh David I think it's David Cage. Uh he has like the the the, the quantum dream video games like uh, Detroit Become Human. A lot of people are like yeah. is that even really a video game and it's like doesn't matter yes, it's a story. It's yeah. it's an interesting story that you get to choose the outcome. And yeah. it's really interesting and I I love stories. Like everything comes back to like I love books, I love movies, I love video games because I love a good story. Yep. Um and video games can provide that. Toys not necessarily. I, yeah, I mean, you, when I you would have kid, to fill in the blank for yourself. Yeah, like when exactly, you were a kid, like, you were playing. Yeah, when I was a kid, you know, I'd play with with toys and be like, "This is my story," and this guy is a ghost and he's here and doing stuff, and like that was fine. And I think I held on to that nostalgia longer than I would have liked. But like as an adult, I think I You're mean, evolving as an too. older adult, I wouldn't say evolving, just more like like leaving it behind for other things. I would say that's evolving because like you're coming to the understanding that you don't necessarily need those things and choosing a different path. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't want to say evolving because like there are people who do still have toys and play with them and everything. And like, that's a good, that's a big part of it. Well, them. I don't mean it in like a negative way. I mean, you personally than them. are evolving as like what your interests are. I like mutating. I'm mutating, mutating past sure. it. 
mutating um, past. Now I still like Spider-Man action figures and toys and like all that, but like I I definitely am past the point of needing it. Like there was mm-hmm. that there was that uh when I was in Japan, I saw that iron spider thing for like three hundred dollars, like this like super articulate tall figure. And like yeah. uh that was the first time I ever saw it and I was like entranced by it. And I looked at it online, I'm like, oh, it's like three hundred dollars. Like, could I afford it? And now I'm like I really don't need it. It's okay. It's okay. It's it's really cool, but like, boy, that would go with all of my other toys and just sit in the room. Like, it'd be in a cool pose. And I don't even go in that room. I think that's part of the problem. Like, it's it's our study. And I'll yeah, walk in there and I'm like, like a collection. Look at all face. this stuff. Well, and then I shut the door so the cats don't get in. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I feel like if it were around me, I'd, I'd be more into it. But like. Because I'll watch the streamers and I'm like, you know, they've got like the shelves full of stuff in the background. I'm like, that's cool. I want like something like that. And I kind of do already have that. And I'd like to add to it. But again, it's not a need. Yeah. And that's yeah. healthy. No, I totally understand what you're talking about. I think I had that same thought process and uh, mutation was at some point. Was it when your switch got stolen? Uh, no, that was just sad. <laughs> No, it was like a while ago um, because I did the same thing where I used to buy games and I would get the like for what was it? Um, I think when Elder Scrolls, the online one came out like several years ago, I got like the nice box set for it because I was really into Skyrim. And then I ended up like never even playing that game because I didn't really like the new format. But it came in like a box set. It came with a figure. It came with a book, like a guidebook thing. And it just on a shelf and never got touched or used really and, and i was like hilariously oh. it uh, uh went to free anyway and you're like what was the point of buying this i didn't even know that it went to free that's pretty funny it's 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 free to play now like there's the the like the you can pay the subscription for premium yeah. benefits but like it's free to play i was actually in the beta of that game and i remember um i remember kind of having fun with it like uh and then it led up to the week before release and like uh me and Brittany and our friend were playing it and like you know it was like coming out next week this is our last beta and i remember playing it with all of its bugs and going this isn't ready guys yeah well and it's not even like when i played it it wasn't ready i just realized how much i didn't because i wanted skyrim and when they originally talked about multiplayer i wanted skyrim but you could have someone port into your game and you could just you know run around and fuck with the world uh-huh, and, you thought. yeah and then when it switched to uh, uh like an mmorpg style i was like all right cool you know like i like like i've played world of warcraft before like i don't mind this format but i just i i don't think i could get past the mental hurdle between what i wanted it to be and what it was and was just not interested it's it's about experiences not possessions Yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I've evolved, or sorry, if, mutated you know, to that point also. Yes, uh, and if I became a billionaire tomorrow, like, I wouldn't be buying cars or bigger houses. I mean, I'd probably make my kitchen bigger for fuck's sake. What a tiny kitchen. Jesus yeah, Christ. well, you should, if you win a million dollars tomorrow, probably knock down your fucking house, release the bees that are in the wall. Or the release the bees. <laughs> Dude, I was I keep telling Jasmine that her Black best disguise her best uh car alarm or like car protection system for when people try to cut open her, her soft top convertible should be to have a hive of bees in the top of it 
And now her mom, I think, is trying to be an apiarist. And then you guys have wasps in the walls. So I'm like, just merge all of these things together. And now she has a car security system for once. Car security system collab. I like it. Yeah, it'll uh, be perfect. Uh, I, I used to have a friend who had a car, a custom car alarm built in. That's literally just like, if the car alarm goes off, it's just a girl's voice screaming out, please help me. And like the neighborhood's oh just like, what? What's going on? It's It was a genius car alarm, honestly. Like more people are willing to go to that because I got to say, yeah. not once has a car alarm gone off and me go, uh, no, you don't I give a shit. Expect. Yeah, like I don't fucking, st- no, it's, I was, it's, I'm trying to sleep. I got I work was in the, the morning. I dog park the other day and I had just parked like pretty snugly between two cars. I get in there, I let my dog off the leash. We're walking around and I hear a car alarm go off and I'm like, I, I guess that could be mine. <laughs> it went Maybe. off for like 10 minutes I don't know so I was walking around the park and I was like well when I finish my loop I'll see if that's my car and then halfway through the loop it turned off so it wasn't but I was like I'm not even tr- rushing to try to figure out if that's mine <laughs> like yeah they could have just disabled it and were already leaving with your car but honestly I yeah. hope they fucking take it it's my insurance's problem I can... <laughs> it's their burden now yeah with our bees uh, I think you're right in that I need to just burn the house down. Um, yeah, seriously. If you got a million dollars tomorrow, just burn your fucking house down. You can uh, try I'm, to do I'm it talking, for insurance I'm money, but billion. I'm talking billion because, like, if a million, I'm like, well, you know, I, I'm, that's more money than I'm willing to spend on shit. Like, I want to make that million go as far as possible because we're living in in uh, modern capitalist America. Like, money only goes so far these yeah. days unless you're. A ridiculously rich yeah but i mean like i need a bigger kitchen that needs to happen everything else like man i could deal with i'd pave yeah. our, our yard i hate nature fuck that <laughs> i hate like we got weeds and stuff and i'm like man, why isn't this just concrete what's the song um god it's the like big yellow taxi counting crows song what, what the fuck is the lyric where it's like big paradise put up a parking lot i saw oh, i imagine uh, you uh wasn't that jack johnson i i can't i honestly can't tell the difference i hate counting crows though oh paved paradise put up a parking lot i always heard it as big paradise put up a parking lot yeah but yeah that's you didn't that guy give like herpes to <laughs> no fucking clue but that sounds horrible I mean, herpes is horrible. Yeah, what a hot take, Rachel. <laughs> well, no, I the, no, cause, no, 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 because you can have herpes and live a normal life. But I'm saying, if somebody's actively just giving herpes to other people, that's horrible. That's bordering on biological warfare. Okay, okay. Now, if if you know that you have herpes and you're doing it and you're not, you know, like yeah, saying, then you're a yeah. fucking ass. No, I th- thought th- you were saying he was like systematically working his way through. Oh, celebrities the, and giving them herpes. Welcome to the world of herpes on the mirror in the morning. Yeah, exactly. What were those people called? There, there were women who were like, you know, going out, sleeping with men, and then would, would write "Welcome to the world of AIDS" in lipstick on the the mirror. Why were people are you serious? That was a real thing. That's insane. I mean, that doesn't surprise me because humans are horrible. But what the fuck? I'm looking. Yeah, at this uh, I, I I think it was like a like a uh, you know they got AIDS from a promiscuous man and now they were single handedly fighting that entire um, phenomenon. Let's see. But... What does this mean? Okay, so I went to Snopes. Oh, okay. So um, 
the idea of the morning after a one night fling, somebody walking into the bathroom and finding welcome to the world of AIDS scrawled in lipstick is rated as a legend on Snopes fact checking website. Um, this rating is most commonly associated with items that describe events so general or lacking in detail that they could have happened to someone somewhere at some time and are therefore essentially unprovable. It's, I mean, like, is there any solid evidence? Maybe not, but like, yeah, that seems like such a plausible thing. And I'm sure yeah. at this point it's been copycatted now, at least. Oh, yeah. No, somebody has absolutely done it. Yeah, somebody saw that and they're like, I want to do that. Just like with all the, yep. the, the school shooters, like they see Columbine and they're like, I want to do that too. And it's all right. You could just get a hobby and, and like, try talking to people. But not. 4chan seems like a great alternative to that, I guess. Yeah. The internet can be so toxic. Indeed. Like th there's that touch grass meme, but like, you but know. Like, really though? Touch grass. Go outside, visit, visit a renaissance fair. Uh do a night market, go to a food truck, talk to people, you know, get out. Yeah. Outside is a FOMO too. You don't want to, if you're missing out, like, cause outside will be an apocalyptic wasteland in a couple days. You don't know. Yeah. The next time you hear your cat touch a <laughs> trash bag in the middle of the night, it could be doom. It could be. No, we had that. Um, uh, we had an, a, a really bad earthquake, like in the past so-and-so years. Yeah. And like, um, I, I've never really been afraid of earthquakes because, you know, earthquake country, like, oh, it's a shake. Yep. But like, it was so jarring in the middle of the night. And like, I was like mid dream. So like, of course you, like, if you ever waken up in mid dream, you're still like, yeah, you're oh, like, confused I need, about yeah, reality. Like, I, need to, I need to get socks for a cape. And you're like, what? Uh, <laughs> you know, like you're, you're, you're still kind of out of touch of reality. But like, mm -hmm. I remember waking up kind of mid dream and like there was shaking and my thought it was shaking and it was dark, pitch black. And my immediate thoughts were either uh meteor hitting it's over GG. Uh, that is a new somewhere in the future, somewhere off in yeah. the distance. I'm going to die in a couple seconds. GG. Uh, or it's a sinkhole. Like one of my greatest fears because and what the fuck do even do. Yeah. And I remember waking up and like, Oh, it was just an earthquake. It was a really bad or it was a really bad, pretty big bad earthquake yeah. but still just an earthquake everything's fine we lost a, a glass cup oh no no um, nuclear warfare to be seen we're all right but then i remember like all right all right cool and then i went back to bed and i could not fall asleep for like four hours i'm like just like my my entire life was just shaken uh quite literally metaphysically and physically <laughs> like the fear of death is just the older you get the worse it is like like are you having a midlife crisis <laughs> the fear of death is raining I'm a so little, fully down like, upon you. I want to say that I'm a little young for having a midlife crisis, but like, you know, if the fortune teller is right and I die at 39, you're I'm having a late life midlife. crisis. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, especially, you know, I don't know how long our generation's going to live with the, the way things are going. So who knows what a midlife crisis when it actually even is anymore. But yeah, at the same time, I mean, if nuclear winter starts now, this really could be your midlife crisis. You've only got like a decade or two left. I think I'm just slowly turning in, uh, agoraphobic, which is why I need to get out more, honestly. Yeah. Because um, like, you know, the, are, there are the agoraphobes who are like, well, if I go outside, you know, I might, you know, a car might hit me. And it's like, I guess. And, and that's kind of where I'm at now is like, you know, I don't even want to get in a car and drive because like I could die. And 
Yeah, but I mean, it, it really goes both ways of you could also be in your house and in the middle of the night, that plastic bag you think your cat is playing with is in fact a nuke and you're dead anyway. So, But at the same time, that's beyond my control. Like, I can't. Exactly. I mean, I so is a car hitting you to some degree. Yeah. God, it is, it is scary. I, I, I don't think I'm having a midlife crisis, though, because like I was just saying, like, I'm not at the point where I'm buying unnecessary things. I'm quite the opposite. I'm like, I don't need that. So I'm not buying like the red sports car because I'm trying to relive my youth of picking I mean, up chicks. Yeah, I don't think that all midlife crises or life crises in general have to follow the like, I'm going to go buy a sports car. I think it's more of the like, whatever your response to existential dread happens to be. Well, I thought that midlife crisis is essentially just like approaching doom and then trying to embody youth because if you you know you live as your how you perceive your youthful self to be that's staving it off because oh you're not 50 you're still a spry young 20 year old and i I thought that's kind of what it is like no matter I, like you don't have to buy that, cars but like you're embodying youth i think that I can be do with part of it but i don't think midlife crisis always has to do with I mean, to some degree, it has to do with youth, but I feel like a midlife crisis is a like a phase of life when you're deeply questioning like what you've done with your life so far and like what your accomplishments are and how those play into living a fulfilling or meaningful life or how it tracks with what you thought your life was going to be. Yeah. Like, like, I, I don't thought... think it's always necessarily youth other than maybe wanting to go back and redo stuff yeah like i don't I don't think i've ever been like optimistic and been like my life's gonna go somewhere super cool and great and positive but like yeah you know the older i get like the more pessimistic it's getting like well it was always going to be like this it was always going to the writing was on the wall russia's going to to send a nuke any day now that's that's it the writing was on the wall welcome to having aids <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world of nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Hey, well, just to circle back to the whole memes thing, I have a question for you. Yeah. What are your like top five favorite memes? I know that's really hard to pick, but maybe just like the because I I made a small list of what mine um, were. I think number one for me is uh, it's been. It's it's a very recent meme. It's uh that guy. It's it's the video of that guy who picks up the cat and he, he brings it up to the ring camera and the cat just goes brow. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> it's it's six whole seconds long and like I have a rule like uh I watch a lot of YouTube uh yeah. too much <laughs> and like every time I pass by it like it'll be in my recommended because it gets reposted a billion times. I click it every time. Every time it's like a rule in the house, like, oh, gotta watch it again. It's only six seconds. And it's <laughs> it's it's it has become my favorite meme now. It's so good, it's so short, it's so ridiculous. And it's been used in other memes too. My I think my most recent top meme is I was actually around for the birth of this, which I think is part of why it's my favorite right now. So on uh, like a tattoo advice or shitty tattoos subreddit, somebody posted a picture of they had a tattoo that said shrimps is bugs. And they were like, what should I cover this with? And everybody in the comments was like, do not cover that. That is the best tattoo ever. And it has <laughs> since evolved into there's an entire subreddit called shrimps is bugs. 
And it's different people, like people getting tattoos of shrimps as bugs, people creating stickers, t-shirts, like memes, just like or, like anything and everything that has shrimps as bugs. That's hilarious to me. Um, because one of my favorite, uh, do you know Calvin and Hobbes? Yeah, of course you do. Uh, Calvin, Calvin and Hobbes, Hobbes. Time, timeless, timeless. Um, there is a strip where Calvin is under the impression that bats are bugs and is corrected with bats aren't bugs. And <laughs> uh, I love that one. Like that's one of my favorite go tos. Is well, well, bats aren't bugs, and it's like I feel like shrimps that is bugs. fits shrimps as bugs, bats aren't bugs. Yeah, it's the like antithesis of it. Put that on my tombstone, please. Shrimps as bugs. Shrimps or as bugs. Bats aren't bats. bugs. Bats, bats aren't bugs. Shrimps is bugs. Just yes. those two sentences. Bats aren't bugs. Shrimps is bugs. <laughs> With the italics, is bugs. Is yes, it's an emphasis. <laughs> um, I think one of my other favorite memes is pretty much any of them that have the medieval paintings as memes, especially the shitty animals, where it's like, hey, can you? So can you paint a horse? but from the front. And yeah, like, I, I sent you that from one. the front? Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, I know how to paint a horse from the front. And then it looks god fucking awful. Or like, have you ever seen a cat? Yeah, paint paint me one of those. And it looks like freaking... It kind of looks like Cats drawings. the Musical. Like, just so bad. God, Cats the Musical wishes it looked like a medieval painting. <laughs> there was one where it's like, rabbits have horns and, and ride on dogs, right? Yeah. yeah, and that's how they. Yeah, like it's Definitely. so great. Like, well, like what are you basing this off of? Yeah, uh, uh, but like for the realistic ones, it's really just like there weren't a lot of like artists back then, so the yeah. job went to the the, the 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 shittiest artists. Where now we might have an oversaturation of artists. Yeah, um, that is true. And and all of their jobs are being threatened by AI, which sucks. Uh, definitely continue the fight against that. Yeah, the AI art thing is so bonkers to me. It's, I mean, like, I mean, we're at a point now where it's like, well, well AI, you know, like, you can tell AI. And it's like, yeah, right now, AI is not that old. Give it 10 years, you might not be able to tell the difference at all. Yeah, and that's well, and part. also, can you really tell AI? Because if they're just mimicking an art style, like uh, like right now, obviously, with certain types of AI, it's probably yeah. pretty easy to tell. But like the art ones, you can produce that as a person. So it's like, how am I supposed to know whether you have that ability or if you just asked an AI to do that? Unless it's yeah. like some AIs have kind of a specific art style, you might be able to tell, but still. Yeah, um, a lot of people even post AI art thing. Like, look at this. Look at how crazy it is. And you're like, that's AI. Well, how can mm -hmm. you tell? Like, they have three fingers. That's why. Yeah. Also, their hand is, like, going sideways through their shoulder, too. That shouldn't be like that. You know that, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, there's there's some discrepancy still. But, like, we're kind of hitting a point. What's even crazier is, like, there was that whole, like, uh, AI deep fake thing that was going on for a while. That's a big no-no. That's, that's mm -hmm. awful. There is like AI porn where it's like you tell an AI like I want I want a porn image that looks like this. I want an anime or furry porn. It's hilarious to look at. <laughs> what AI believes a vagina is and what an anus is and where they should go is never quite on the same page and I appreciate that. It looks so hilarious like I recommend 
looking up rule 34 AI art cuz like you'll go through it and you're like what the fuck is this oh, It's it's great. really good. Yeah, safe search blurring is on. Turn it off. <laughs> you immediately did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh of course I did. You just asked me to. Why would I not? Well, so far they're all pretty normal. I probably because I mean, I'm on Google and not a subsidiary site where it's going to show stuff. Well, the thing about AI art is that at a glance you you look past and you're like, "Yep, yeah, that's a that's a normal thing." But the longer you look, you're more you're like, "Hold on." <laughs> what? That I'm doesn't somehow. Yeah, so far they're all just anime characters with ridiculously sized boobs, which is pretty normal. That's normal. That's uh, it was always going to be like that. Yep. Oh, you know what? I also really like every single Kermit the Frog meme. Every single one? Yeah, they're all kind of gold. Look up Kermit meme and whoa, whoa, list whoa, whoa, a whoa, single whoa. one you don't Rachel, enjoy. Stop. Rachel, There's stop. You had me Kermit and Dark you Kermit. You had me at anything the Muppets. Who fucking yeah, doesn't yeah, love the yeah, Muppets? Exactly. Yeah, I don't. There's not a single Kermit meme format that I'm like, nah, it's just okay. And they're all gold. I particularly like the sad off-brand Kermit in the shower. <laughs> or maybe he's not in the shower, but it just yeah, kind of. There, there was the dark like side. There's the dark side the Kermit one too. Um, mm -hmm. There's the but that's none of my business. Drinking tea, Kermit. Yeah, yep. it, it's all golden. But that that just that just yeah, comes to the territory uh, I, of being the Muppets, though. Yes, pretty much. I like the Howdy Kermit where he has a cowboy hat. I don't hat. think I remember that one. I really, I really honestly love the Kermits that are like clearly a horribly constructed Kermit. So they just look sad and weird because <laughs> they're just not quite right. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, my hour at the Internet Cafe is expiring. So we got hilarious. Go. Yep. I'm full of gold. Of course, we'll be we'll be tackling all kinds of different topics and things like that. So uh, you can submit questions. You could submit ideas. Uh, you need advice? Let us know. Send it to whtpahwitpah at gmail.com. Hopefully, we'll be able to tackle some of your advice. Maybe make your life better. Probably not. I wouldn't take advice from Definitely us. Definitely not. I for sure would not. <laughs> anyway, next week... We will be discussing the fine. I'm spun the wheel already. I, no, I did it. All right, you do it. You do it. Wild card topic. Wild card topic. Yep. That means we get to pick. Uh, we get to pick, or we just take something from whoever emails us. Is anybody emailing yes. us? Is anybody listening? I don't know. I guess I'll find out. Can anybody hear me? Papa, can you hear me? My dad for sure will never listen to this, so definitely not. Uh, so we should discuss your dad. I mean, we can. All right. So next week's topic is your dad. Uh, we're going to be talking right. about your dad, his voluptuous lips, what it's like to kiss him, um, how much I would enjoy it. And that's it. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> it's a beautiful topic.